a lady once told me, and I, you know, I didn't understand it first. And I was like, how could you say that? She said to me, you know what, Iris? Family, you don't choose your family, but you choose your friends and your friends can become your family. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, how can you say that? But family is so important, family, family, family. She was like, yes, but for, for what cost? Like, how much do you want to pay? to call your family your family just because it's your family like your bloodline you know and I was like what do you mean and she was like well if they don't want to see you happy or basically they want to see you happy but they see that you're struggling to be happy with how they want you to be happy then you question their love and their intentions What's up, self-healers? It's your girl, Christina Nicolai, here to remind you again and again that you are your own healer, that everything you need to grow, to thrive, to heal is within you. In this episode, I'm going to be speaking to Iris Shala. She is this beautiful human being inside and out who once upon a time posted something on Instagram and I found it and I was like, damn, this is ballsy posting this. She was posting about how people were asking her about her interracial relationship. I say marriage several times in this episode, but it wasn't a marriage, so my bad. But she is half Albanian, half Serbian, and she got a lot of backlash, like a lot of backlash, death threats, all this crazy stuff about her interracial relationship and she was posting about how everyone was asking her like what do your parents think and she said my parents are fine with it because they are happy that I'm happy so she was raised in a household that valued love above all and you know that's not the norm in an Albanian household maybe the same for Serbians is you know the same across the board for for a lot of different cultures but she really goes into that and she talks about, you know, the judgment that she received for also being half Serbian, half Albanian, and not knowing how to speak Albanian. On top of that, she talks about just living your life for you and making your number one value love and that it's okay to disappoint family members, friends, or whoever to do what makes you most happy to fulfill your truth at the end of the day the people who love you and respect you and really value you will accept that more than accept that will be happy for you so i love this episode because it's so raw it's so real and she she does not hold back so before we dig in you know the deal taking a nice deep cleansing breath exhaling any bullshit that you have from the day from the week from the month from the year and let's meet our self healer hi beautiful girl <laughs> i'm trying so hard to make her fall asleep oh she's asleep <laughs> yeah i was just breastfeeding her and she's like she was knocked out her eyes were like falling asleep and I'm like, okay, he's the perfect time to put you in this wrap. And now she's all like, wah, wah, wah. and I'm like, no, don't do this. <laughs> this, is, this happened in my first interview too. So mom life, tell everyone where you're from first. So I am from Kosovo. I was born in Pristina and I happened to grow up in Serbia, in Belgrade. 
and I came to Austria when I was nine, 98, 1998. I was like eight and a half, like nine years old. And ever since I'm living here. So that's, that's, that's my journey, my short story. Um, I also lived one year in Berlin where I was acting in a soap, but yeah, those are the countries that I had the pleasure to live in. So she posted something. I reposted it and a lot of people messaged me about it too because it spoke to people so strongly. A lot of people were messaging her about her interracial marriage and saying like, what do your parents think? What do you, you know, like, are they okay with the fact that you're married, you're in an interracial marriage? And she responded by saying, you know, they don't, they don't care. They accept it and they, they love me for who, for who I am and they want me to be happy basically. And then she posted about the importance of doing what makes you happy and not living for everybody else, not living for what other people think, not living for what your parents think, what, you know, your cousins think, whatever, everybody else and their mother, except for yourself, then you're not living authentically in your truth. So it just, when I saw that, I was like, oh my God, like this is huge for someone to talk about this openly and it needs to be talked about more. And it's not to say that like our culture isn't evolving and this isn't just about Albanians, this is all cultures deal with it. A lot of people deal with this, but Albanians are pretty intense when it comes to shame and well, guilt too, but shame particularly, not living for yourself and living for what everybody else thinks. And this is modern, and that's modern. and you can't do that because what are people gonna say? So then it- Yeah, I'm gonna interrupt now because <laughs> she's, she's not quiet um what you mentioned and what people think it's you know i think the family that i grew up in i keep saying that to people who ask me why i'm so um liberal or open or um i always tell them that the main the number one in my family that was important was not religion it was love Mm. so love was religion to them like, That's you know, what do you live for? I live for love. So <clears throat> I think I always get very um, sensitive talking about these topics because, you know, when you feel your heart racing, you know that you're talking about something that's really still to this day affecting you somehow. So, yeah. um, and I'm never going to hide it because I always get emotional about these things. Um, the thing is, um, I am mix between two nations who still to this day don't like each other which is serbians and albanians right Mm -hmm. and the struggles that i went through growing up was always the shame of particularly men it wasn't women but it was men asking me well how come you're born in kosovo but you don't speak your mother language but you speak the language of our enemies and you know at some point i got tired of explaining that I was born there, but my parents separated. And I grew up in Serbia because my mom found a job there and people speak their Serbian. I didn't have um, the opportunity to learn both languages, even though to this day, I don't want to say I regret it because I still intend to learn Albanian. I understand a lot and I can have a small talk with you, but the shame that I was experiencing and then the questions of, well, what is your father? And I said, well, he's Albanian well, then that's what you are, you know? Mm -hmm. And I said to myself, well, where is my mom? 
in this whole picture. She's Albanian too, but going even a step back like 100 years ago, my grandparents, both of my grandfathers are Albanian, but they happened to marry a Serbian and a, and a Croatian woman. Why? Because of love, because they simply fell heart freaking core in love, you know? Mm -hmm. And they maybe didn't have to go through so so much hate or shame than their wives had to. Yeah. Of course, from Croatian or Serbian men. Why are you with an Albanian man? You know what I mean? But even at that time, like 100 years ago or like 90 years ago, my grandmother is 90, that they didn't care because they fell in love and they left everything for those men, my grandfathers. And if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be here. If it wasn't for my father and my mom to fall in love in school, they went to school together in Kosovo. Mm. You know, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be here. So I think I have this kind of like inside of me, the, the little, the, the little, revolutionist iris that i am i have this for my father and maybe for my yes. mom as well but i i, I was I, I struggled a lot with trying to fit in but at the same time not wanting to fit in i was just realizing i don't belong in these groups like i can't like it's literally choking me i can't be in these groups i can't do what all these girls are doing i can't live the way they're living and it was just choking me i never had a pressure to be with a particular man together of course but i felt that from strangers the pressure came like oh why aren't you with an albanian you know um people albanians don't want to be with you because you're together with a gypsy someone who is who has a different skin color it's just absurd you know absurd things where i just shook my head and i was like wow it's getting to me emotionally like it's affecting me while i'm fighting it to not affect me and it affects me mainly because of how other people think or still think to this day and you know i had i had friends or even family members telling me why are you engaging in these conversations with these people that are that are just throwing throwing all these words to you online that you don't even know and it's hurting and i'm like because i'm trying to to slash educate them to tell them that you know what like this is not the right thing to do in the 21st century i had a conversation with an albanian guy um just just a random conversation and we happened to talk about serbs i don't know why i don't know how it happened and i just said to him listen i understand i haven't been through that war our parents have and our grandparents have and i somehow can feel and understand the hate and the hurt but i said if we keep going back to the past nothing yeah. is going to change if we if we always point fingers and i said to him and he was like and he was always trying to prove his point and he was like yeah but the serbs did this and da, 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 da. and i was like okay i'm not picking any side i'm not saying these ones are better than the other ones because i am the product of love from two nations who still to this day point oh. fingers at each other. So who am I to say this person is better than that person? But I said to him, listen, one day, if you need someone to, to help you or to save your life, imagine it would have been a Serbian guy or a woman who saved your life. Would you still point fingers and put everyone in a box? And he said, wow, thank you for giving wow. me that perspective. 
you know and it's like it's really easy to put everyone in a box and i do it absolutely in certain situations where i'm just like oh iris stop you're judging now like stop yourself but it's it's just the way it is like we're all humans and and we just have to educate ourselves and just finally stop judging and pointing fingers and always going to the past because it's the easiest thing to do mm-hmm. i have so many growing up i have so many friends of all races and and colors and albanians and serbians and dominicans and caribbean like caribbean and and africans and we all love and 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 respect one another you know we're friends like we're really friends we get along we cr- even crack some racial jokes about each other and everybody's laughing because we learn to laugh about ourselves like yeah. i laugh about myself all the time i may talk a lot of shit and i'm like oh my god you talk a lot of shit right now girl <laughs> like you know but that's the beauty of life like why are you taking it so serious i don't even take myself so serious and that's that's how i kind of learned to i think cope with these things so yeah so how do you feel like the shame like affected you back then because now i see you you've come a long way from what you told me mm-hmm. what do you think helped you overcome that shame i know you just said that like you know not taking life so seriously but is there anything else that you feel like helped you get through that because i know also your parents were really um supportive Mm-hmm. So for people out there whose parents aren't supportive and I wouldn't say that in the beginning my dad was supportive of my choice of my interracial relationship but not you know why he wasn't I wouldn't say he wasn't supportive but I think he spoke out of fear and he said you know um your man your husband whatever the person you fall in love with should respect you and treat you with kindness you know he should have ambition no matter what color he is that yeah. but i fear that you will have problems because mm-hmm. you are with him i don't right. care what color he is and how he i want him to be a respectful man towards you towards your background to love you and to treat you nice and to have ambition and and a driving life but I fear that you will have problems and your children will have problems. You know, so he he basically feared the other people and not my decision because he knew that my decision is always going to be an act of love and I'm going to always stick to that. And mm-hmm. I've learned I've learned a lady once told me and I you know I didn't understand it first and I was like how could you say that? She said to me, "You know what, Iris? Family you don't choose your family but you choose your friends and your friends can become your family mm-hmm. um and i was like how can you say that but family is so important family 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 and she was like yes but for for what cost like how much do you want to pay to call your family your family just because it's your family like your bloodline you know and i was like what do you mean and she was like well if they don't want to see you happy or basically they want to see you happy but they see that you're struggling to be happy with how they want you to be happy then you question their love and their intentions mm-hmm. and i i can't like if i had a father who said to me you only i i i can only accept you to be with this and that man then i would question my father 
And, you know, it's, it's, it's hard because my father has lived his life. And I always say that I'm still young. I have to live my life. My father didn't ask me once, am I happy with the choices that he's making in life? He just did it because at that time he thought that was right. He was acting out of love. He was acting out of, out of, I don't know, knowledge that he has. So I can't blame him for that. And I'm not blaming anyone for making the choices that they're making in life. But for me, it was just, it was just clear that I have to do what, what feels right to me, even if I have to say goodbye to a family member. Because you know what? One day we're either going to cross paths and they're going to rethink it or we're not. And that's okay. That's completely okay because I'm not living the life of my father. I'm not living the life of my mom. And who the hell cares what other people say? Who are they? Like, who, who are they? Are they going to deal with the consequences that I'm going to walk down the street and people are telling me, oh, look at you. Nobody wants you because you're with a gypsy. No, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm dealing with the consequences. And what other people say just shows that they still haven't evolved from that mindset of what are others going to say. I mean, still to this day, some of my friends, even uh, from Pristina, when they speak to me, I just listen to them and I, get, I just see how they're not free. And to me, my biggest, my biggest, or the, I am the richest when I live in peace and in freedom and you know it's it's a shame what what's an actual shame is people not living in peace yes and it's hard for when you're i couldn't imagine like i couldn't imagine a life coming home to my parents or to my brothers and sisters and and just just feeling feeling like I'm not myself and feeling like I have to hide something because what my, you know, like, I, I, I don't know. It's just, it, to, to me, it's absurd. And I'm, and I'm un, like, I also struggle to understand the, like other people who struggle with it, maybe because I'm so such a, like, I'm fighting for my rights and I don't care, like whatever it takes, because you know what? I live one fucking life. Let's just admit that I live, I live one fucking life as Iris. I don't know if I'm ever going to be born again as someone else, but as Iris, I live this life. And if I have to live it for someone else's happiness, do I fit in their little box of how do you like me? Do you like me like this? Do you like me like that? But when I close and when I enter in the room of my own four walls, I'm fucking crying. Yes. And I want to take my own life because these people are happy. But what is inside of me? Because this is my fucking life. It's not yours. So I have to live my life how you like it? No, thank you. Like, yeah. you know, and, 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 and I always say people and family will eventually either understand and come to terms that it's okay or they're not. But you know what? In families like this, if you have the guts and it takes a lot of guts to do that, you have to break that cycle. Because yeah. if you don't break it, then you're going to live in unhappiness because you're always going to fear that, you know, they're going to judge you for, I don't know, being with this guy. They're going to judge you for not studying. They're going to judge you for having tattoos and how can you and shame on you, shame on you. Words are fucking big. You know what? You can beat the shit out of me. I'm going to be okay. But the words that you tell me 
my entire life, me growing up, that shit is going to traumatize me to the point where I might even take my own life because mental illness is fucking serious. And that mm -hmm. shit doesn't go away. I'm sorry for cursing and swearing like this, but it's real and some people need to hear it. Yeah. Like you physically recover for it from 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 a slap from beating someone up with a, with a belt you're gonna have the scars and you're gonna remember it's gonna take you back to that story but what people say to you and especially your family who is supposed to support you no matter what like a family member should, should say especially a father or a mother my child stay safe i trust you no matter what you do as long as you're happy do it and that's it like, what are you going to do if you're growing up? Are you going to control me? Are you going to lock me in the four walls? Well, guess what? Psychology doesn't work like that. You forbid me something, I'm going to do it behind your back. Do we want to have that type of relationship? I don't think so. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> so what do you think? Why do you think our parents did that to us? Why do you think they were so adamant to put us in this certain box and to be a certain way and to... Because they have been through the same thing with their parents. Mm -hmm. that, that's what I think. That's what I think, of course. And, and um, I think it's hard. I mean, we, we don't, let's not forget the generation of our parents. I mean, our parents are 60 or 55 or 65. So it's like a long time ago. And, you know, I don't think that they had so much choices back in the days and today it's even more modern but you know it's it's hard for them to also evolve and understand it and i think they also have a lot of pressure from their cousins and sisters and brothers and the whole tree of people who are watching over them you know sitting somewhere on their shoulders and saying no 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 how can you like no she has to do this and what are they going to say so it's like the tree of to need to need to need to need conditioning that they just they're just they don't see anything but that because it's all they know yeah that's that's all they know and, and they you know and some families like my family has not broken any cycle but they just acted out of out of love and i think they took all the consequences that was that were coming along i'm not saying my parents they ha had an easy life um, I don't think my grandparents had an easy life. They had an easy life with themselves in their four walls with, with their intimate family. But mm -hmm. other people always give you trouble. And I always say the car accident that you are making is usually most of the times not because of you. It's because of other people driving stupid. Yeah. So I think, yeah, like I said, I mean, I, I think you just have to be bold and brave and what has helped me was a lot of conversations like exactly what you're doing on your platform a lot of conversations where people see other people people's lives or hear different stories and just get motivated to stand up and really you know put the foot down and say no and this is and here it stops and with me it stops you cannot do the same thing with me that your parents did with you so someone said something that I want to point out. She said mm -hmm. the pressure that her father didn't care what people, well, she didn't, he didn't care until he moved into a neighborhood where there are relatives around. So like, if there wasn't all this outside pressure, our parents wouldn't be like, 
this strict, like we would be more free. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think because we should actually be stronger in a group. Yeah. But, you know, I think like people are pointing fingers and, 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 and I think that's a lot of pressure to the parent. Why? I don't know. Like me as a parent, me being a mother now, if she came home with a Chinese man, you know, I would sit him down and I would, I guess, question him what intention he has with my daughter. And we would just joke around. But, you know, I, I, I would, if I see, this is the thing, if I see my daughter happy, truly happy with someone, and I see the sparkle in her eyes, I as a parent could never say to her, don't ever bring this man home to my house. And first and second, like, who am I? You know, once the child is 18, I mean, that's how it is here, at least because I grew up in Europe. But once the child is 18, or even at 16, the kids leave the house, which I think is a little crazy. But once you're 18, and you basically are starting your own life, you're going to university, or you're starting to work or whatsoever, you know, like, your parents, the only job that they have is to support you because it's like you know i always think if if you have nothing better to say then just don't say anything at all but yeah. if you want to if you want to say something to me then at least tell me something that i can that i can learn from like give me something that i can learn tell me something new you know what i mean like if you have nothing constructive to say why are you telling me anything like I don't want to hear what you have to say if you don't have anything constructive to tell me if you want to tell me that I don't know I I, I I'm never going to make it in life because I didn't go to university or I'm never going to make it in life because I happen to fall in love with a black man or because I am dressed like a slut and I'm going to the club or whatsoever then like what why 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 even share that type of energy? Like, you know, what do you gain with, with telling me that you must feel stupid? Like you must, like, if that really strengthens and makes you feel some type of way, superior or strong, or like you did something cool, no, you have just ruined the self-esteem of, of, of a teenager. Yeah, and they don't see it that way, so. Because they don't think that far, because it's a whole different world that our parents grew up and And this is why I think it's important to, just really, I always, I, you know, it's maybe my opinion is a little drastic and a little, uh, how, how should I say, a little too liberal or too open or too hippie, hippie-like, but, you know. I love it. I love it. Yeah, be, yeah, but, you know, it's for a lot of people, it's not cool because they're very traditional and, and they would say like, oh, how you live your life, like it's too much for me. And I'm like, okay, that's my life. And it makes me yeah. happy and that's most important to me. But you know, I just think, I just ask myself, what do you have to lose? Are your parents gonna kill you if you tell them something that they will not like to hear? Then you seek help, then that's a problem, you know? But if your parents are gonna threaten you that, I don't know, they're gonna abandon you or, 
you know, words over words over words over words, then you also give them words over words over words over words. You try every time a little bit more, a little bit more to the point where if it doesn't help, you just do it. I mean, you, you have to find a way to take your life into your hands. They cannot control you the same way I don't let the government tell me what I should inject in my body. I don't let the government tell me how I should live my life throughout this pandemic. Like I just saw a, a, a mother with a child walking down the street, both wearing a mask. I'm like, you know, and th this just shows how far you can manipulate someone if you, if you, if you poison fear in their heads or if you manipulate them with words. And this is why I say words are so, so powerful. Like you can literally from, from early on train your little kids to obey you and to think that whatever you say is right. And then you deliver them nicely to the government or to the institution called university or to any other institution, let other grown-ups tell them how to live their life, how to think about politics, how to think about, and no critical questioning, no research on their own, no like exchanging thoughts with other people. And you know, and this is how we all live in our fear bubble and we don't want to escape because what are they going to think? Who are they? Are they fucking paying my bills? You know what? I always said this to my friends and they started laughing. I said, the moment you want to start paying my bills, you can tell me whatever you want to tell me. You know what I mean? And then we can have a conversation. If you're not pay paying half my fucking bills where I go to work and I come home exhausted to, to pay them and to, to kind of hold up a family, then you don't have any saying. Like mm -hmm. you can ask me questions, how I think about some topics, but who are you? Like, who are all these people? What are they gonna think? Like, you, you, like, do you realize this question even? What are they going to think? Well, let them think what they wanna think. They might definitely think that I'm some weirdo, that I, that I, I don't belong in this family, that I have ruined my last name. Let them think. People love to have topics to talk about. People cannot wait. And you know what? You can be the best angel. You can be the best Albanian angel marrying a beautiful Albanian man and having gorgeous kids and be a doctor and, 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 and smart and whatsoever. Guess what? People are going to say that your eyebrows are not symmetrical. One person is going to say that your eyebrows are not symmetrical. And guess what? They're going to say to the second person, to the third person, the fourth, the fifth. And now the whole town is saying how you don't have symmetrical eyebrows. And probably they're going to say that your lips kind of got big. You must have went to a doctor. You know what I mean? It's like, it's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. It's, 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 it's a big, big problem because this doesn't have to do anything with your eyebrows or how your outside, outside looks. But it has something to do with your life your life choices and who you end up with. And that's big. Like you literally can have kids with someone you don't really love. Yeah. A lot of people are in that position. You know how many Albanian women and men are in, in marriages that they're unhappy in because they listen to what everybody else said. They live for everybody else but themselves. And now they're coming to me Mm -hmm. And they were talking to me about, oh, my God, I've lived my entire life for everyone else but myself. And now I'm miserable. 
So what Lindita asked a question about, so your dad was fine with you making this decision that you made to make you happy, but he said that he was concerned with what, how you would handle everybody else. So how did you handle that? And what was your experience with that after you, you married him? We, well, we're not married yet, but I, 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 you know, I don't call him my husband and I also don't call him my boyfriend because um, I call him my partner. Okay. And I think the, the word partner, my explanation or how we see the thing partner is, um, you know, you can, you can be someone's husband and someone's wife and it's all cute. It's just a name and you get the name after you sign papers. Mm -hmm. And people think it's this huge thing. And because I signed some papers and I, he's not my husband, he gets the title. You literally get a title, husband and wife that, you know, we made it like secure for the life. We're going to have a beautiful life, but you can actually have a husband that is not your partner yeah. and a partner mm -hmm. for me, you know, this is how it, this is how it is. You're a lover. Okay. The lover becomes a boyfriend. The boyfriend becomes the husband and in my world, the partner is on top of everything. There are so many husbands who are not partners. And a partner simply means a team player, someone who supports you in every aspect of the life. I don't need a husband who's going to sit down and tell me what to do, where we have the, where we have our roles. I'm in the kitchen and I'm cooking and I put the kids to the bed and, and you know, he can do whatever he wants because he's a man. A partner does the same work that I do. He supports me. He looks around. He thinks, does Iris need help? How can I help you? He has questions. He's my support system. He's someone I can lean on. He's my mountain. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, when it comes to my dad, my dad was just simply fearing that I, I'm going to have problems. And he just wanted me to have an easy life. But, yeah. you know, I can have a horrible life with, with, with someone who, you know, my parents, if it was the case, envisioned me to be with and i can have a wonderful life with someone who my parents hate to see me with but you know what i always prefer my own happiness over the happiness of my parents when it comes to my life yeah. and I, I strongly believe that do like in the future if they see me happy if they see that it's functioning you know someone who <laughs> I don't want to use the word normal because that's really drastic. I don't want to say that those parents are not normal, but I'm saying every, in my opinion, in here, every conscious and normal parent at the end of the day only wants to see their child happy. So I think if you break that cycle, if, if, if you manage it to break that cycle and, 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 you know, in, in due time, they're going to find peace with, with your decision they they don't need to like it but they have to respect it yeah. they don't need to like it they don't need to like your decision and that's okay my parents my parents don't need to like uh, the decisions i made when i was a teenager trying weed they don't need to like it and i still joke about these stories and i'm like you know what stop fronting because you was a child you you, you was a freaking teenager you tried maybe some things that you will never tell me because you're ashamed why are you ashamed <laughs> What do you have to be ashamed for? Someone but, just you broke. Know, I like it actually. You asked me, you you asked me to... how I, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, go um, ahead. 
She said, I'd rather be with the worst of my race. I'd rather be with the worst of my race than the best of another race. Oh, and it just doesn't make sense. Okay. Did you hear that? So, but, but, but yeah, but, but does she find that, does she find her way of thinking as a problem? It, she it, didn't it, say it this. Someone said it to her and she thinks it's, it doesn't make sense. But you know, there are in, in, in every, in every culture, there are people who just want to keep it like to, to stay with their own people, like Albanians with Albanians don't mix and that's fine. And, you know, I could have also fallen in love with an Albanian, Albanian guy, or I don't know, a Croatian, a Serbian, but it, it didn't happen. It just didn't happen. Yeah. So I'm not going to waste my years looking for an Albanian or a Croatian or a whatever that, you know, that's my, my ethnicity and, and, and desperately look for that man that I happen to fall in love with and then end up at 40, not finding the right man that it clicks with and then yeah. being without kids or without all the wishes that I want to have with the family and stuff, you know, like you have to be, it's, of course, it's beautiful to be with your own, with your people, you know, where you share the same language and everything. But what's, what's more important for me is to be with the person that you truly love. If it's an Albanian, wonderful. If it's a Chinese, also good. You know, like, then you, you even have more languages to learn. You have a whole different culture to, 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 to get to know. Like, what's, what's not beautiful about it? Because you're still keeping your own culture in the house. My child yes, is going to learn about Albanian culture. Of course, my child is, is, is so rich because it's going to learn four languages. It's going to learn about his culture. It's going to learn about my culture. You know, like we're going to travel the world. It's going to, it's, it's, to me, that's richness. Like, just like I said, freedom and also languages. Like I speak four languages. It's, and I want to learn more. I, I'm on a quest to learn, to learn Albanian. And it's never too late and to each its own. But if it bothers you to be, to, to, if, if that bothers you, then, then, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's what it is, but to me, it will be a pain in the ass to to be so narrow thinking and to to try to sit here and look and let my years pass just so I can come home from with someone who is my kind, my own kind. Yeah. Yeah. You've so because you're not happy. Like you're not. You know. You can. You can say. What, what does it give you? Like you can say, oh, I'm here with this Albanian woman, but I'm actually not happy. Like the, the question is always, what is important to you? To me, love is important. Mm -hmm. If you're Albanian, that's, that's it. great. Because you made your priority love and our priorities growing up have been taught family, family, family. You do what your parents say, you do whatever, what makes you, what makes us happy, what makes the family happy and the culture, your culture is number one, your family's number one. They don't teach you that you are number one. You should take care of yourself first and make yourself happy first. 
and then that will trickle out to right. people around you so that was the right. difference with you love was your that was your number one but guess what i mean i also had a family member i'm not going to say who but i also had in my family like my family i always see is my mom and my dad my broader family are my cousins and aunts and they're like you know like third grade second grade whatever but i also had a member in my family tell me if you ever marry a black person i'm not going to shake your hand and i said to that person mm -hmm. fine like you know the first of all the audacity to tell me something like that and i just looked at the person and i was like okay you don't need to did i ask you to give to, for you to give me your hand you don't need to do that but even that person came to term and loves my partner loves my partner mm. you know and it's it's <sighs> this racism thing, this inferior, superior, this what am I, what are you at the end of the day? You know what? Give me a true blood Albanian person or Serbian person. You know, we're all somehow, somewhere at the end of the day mixed. You mm -hmm. can hate me for saying this, but the Turkish people have ruled us. <laughs> 500 years like you know what i mean it's people always love to say i'm i am a true this and that generation so a generation you don't know like you can only go so far in your tree but why is it so disgusting or ugly to be mixed why is it so why do people have the need you know it's it's sad but it's the truth that we all have the need to to stand out to stick out and to feel special if you look back like i think sorry go ahead if you look back to like history i think the deeper root of all of it is like we've been conquered by so many different countries and we've been trying so hard to keep our identity alive that our parents that's passed down from centuries to our parents like we got to keep our bloodline alive we got to keep it alive because it keeps being threatened so it's like this inner need to keep it pure and alive mm -hmm. And that's fine. And, and like I said, I mean, it really always comes down to the person. What is important to you? To me, mm -hmm. love is important, which doesn't mean that I'm going to neglect who I am. Yeah. I find my culture beautiful. There, there are, there are, you know, when people hear me talk, they think I'm anti my people. I'm not anti my people. One of my biggest supporters are Albanian people. And I mm -hmm. love them. Like nobody has supported me like Albanian people and that's a fucking fact. Like you can talk about any other ethnicity, ethnicity, any other people, like you can talk about English, you can talk about Serbians whatsoever. But Albanian, like nobody has, when I was acting in a soap, when I was on Austria's Next Top Model, anytime someone said something on TV or a newspaper about me, Albanians were there. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, if they love you, they fucking love you. Yeah. If they hate yep. you, they fucking hate you. Like, with they them... They love hard and they hate hard, yep. Yeah, with us, there is not really something in between. There is there is, there is, is rarely a, mm, okay, yeah, she's fine. Like, yeah, I like her and don't like her. Like, it's either I fucking hate her and I'm going to give her some threats because I got threats on Instagram or I fucking love you. So it's, and, and, and like, I love my people, but like everywhere else, I mean, you don't always, you don't only have it with Albanians, this, this thing that like, we have to stick together. You have it in every, 
embraced. Like you have it in with, with, with every with with everyone, I think. And it's nothing bad about it, but for the ones who are struggling because they want to be with someone who they love or they don't want to go to university because they find that they they, they just found out that university is not for them or whatever decision that you want to do the ones who are struggling because of their parents should somehow with conversations and help break the cycle mm -hmm. there are a lot of other people who are content how they live like like you said their priority priority is their parents what other people say not sticking out they don't want they don't want the pressure and the responsibility of people talking about them they don't want to deal with it they just want to be in their own four walls content leave me the fuck alone and mm -hmm. that's it and that's also okay and i respect that like i said i don't need to like it i don't need to agree with it but i will respect it live and let let live who am i to tell you that you are bad because you you made the choices that you made as long as you're con happy and content with it fine so you said that you you dealt with backlash mm -hmm. and how did that play out for you like how did you overcome that because that's that's something really tough to go through especially at a young age well i i always had the need i always had the need to understand people's uh people's way of thinking i think mm -hmm. I was always interested in psychology, children's psychology and, and the psychology of, I mean, humans in general, but it got to me, absolutely. And it's it didn't get to me to the point where I was crying. It got to me to the point where I was scared for my life <laughs> because I did think to myself like, wow, what this person just wrote me, like I'm freaking out because I'm scared that he might do something to me if he sees me somewhere because he just, you know, my decision, he doesn't agree with an absolute stranger, by the way, on Instagram, just death threats. Like if I see you, I'm going to do something to you. And you know, it's not nice. And because it's sad that it's coming. Right? Yeah, 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 when it came, when it came to my partner. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. And you know, at this, at the same time, um, with, with this other people who were not content or who just had something to say about my life I always had the urge to have a conversation with them and a lot of people would just block the person walk away not have a confrontation not have a dialogue but with me it was always important it's almost like I was stabbing myself like oh this hurts what you said let's go deeper I'm gonna join a dialogue with you and I was like what the fuck is wrong with you Iris why are you doing this but I always had the need to to just understand to just be like hey i know what you said to me and this fucking hurts i didn't say that it hurts but i was just thinking that but i just opened up a conversation i was like why did you say that like wh what's going on and i always try to give the people a different perspective because i thought nobody else probably did because that statement could just come from someone who is either ignorant or full of hate and I was like, let's just be kind to each other. Let's, let's, let's act out of love. Like, what is the problem? Who are you? Like, why are my choices affecting you so much? You know? Yeah. And, and people told me to stop, like you stop. You're just, you're just driving yourself crazy. 
And I was like, no, and I'm literally sitting next to my family, like, no, but I gotta write this and I gotta tell him this, da, 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 da. and yeah. I was driving myself crazy. And, you know, with a lot of conversations, I had success <laughs> with a lot of conversations, even more conversations that didn't have success, you know, and, and, but I took it all in. I took all the words in. I'm a bitch, I'm a whore, I'm a, I'm a this, I'm a that. And, you know, it's for me at the same time while it was hurting me, I thought to myself, at the end of the day, I'm free. Oh, and you aren't. I love that so much. But it's the truth. And like, I swear, like, it's, it's, it's really, I think just because of my love for life and my respect for life, for my life and the beauty of life, I couldn't live it in fear and I couldn't live it for someone else's happiness. Yeah. I just like, it's, it's something so strong. You know, when, when you see, when you see what the shootings of black people or even like any injustice, like any injustice or anything that's not being done fair or correct or some racist, some racist comments, it doesn't, it doesn't have like racism is not only towards black people. Racism is everywhere. Like racist towards someone who is, I don't know, uh, a bit like, like everything, everyone who's racist, like I always have to say something. You know, I always have to get up and I always said if I'm sitting at a table with 10 people and someone is making a racist comment, I'm getting up and I'm leaving that table. Because if I don't get up and leave the table, I'm part of the problem. Oh, wow. And if I claim to not be racist and to be open and to love all the people because everyone is my brother and my sister, then I'm a hypocrite. And being a hypocrite means lying to myself. And that's the worst thing. I'm not I'm not going to lie to myself. I'm always going to stand up for what I believe is right. And you know what? If from the, those 10 people, nine people fucking hate me, but one comes with me, mm. I've done my job. Yeah. I love that. So we have like 10 minutes left before this thing's going to shut <laughs> off. But um, everything oh, you're saying, you're, you're <laughs> giving so much beautiful um perspectives and information for people i feel like i feel like a lot of people are still struggling with this so for people who feel guilt like you said and i agree with this even if a family member is a family member if they're toxic and they're bringing you down and they're not allowing you to be happy you have to distance yourself try to fix it or or distance yourself um what would you say to the girls or men anyone who feels that guilt and won't do it because of that or how to handle the guilt? That's a tough one. I, can I ask a question in return? Have you ever experienced that in your life? Like yeah. you as yourself, how, yeah. how, what, what exactly did you feel? I felt, for instance, me leaving, moving to New York City, I felt guilty mm -hmm. leaving my family. And a lot of people were putting more guilt on me. Like you left your mom, you left your mom, you left your mom. And I felt it hard for years, but it took me working on my inner self and realizing that most of my life was being lived for what other people think and what other people feel. Then mm -hmm. I started doing my own healing work and I actually learned this in therapy that 
I, my family's happiness is not my responsibility. Like my own is my responsibility. Right. And that was the biggest thing that I learned. So that's what helped me. See, this is the thing. I mean, when I moved to Berlin for this one year, I felt even like I always had the urge to, to leave, to leave my mom. <laughs> it sounds absurd. I'm the only child. I love her. She's my best friend, but I always had the urge to leave. I want to go to the States and I want to go here and I just want to be far, far, far away. I never understood why. Um, but it was, you know, like the umbilical cord that you have attached to, to your mom when you're in the womb and your mom is pregnant with you. They yeah. say the first death of you is when they cut the umbilical cord. That's the first stage of death, you separation, you separation is you leaving your family. Mm. So that's like the second umbilical cord cut where you say goodbye because it's a new chapter. You're living your, your life. You have to create your life with all its ups and downs. You're responsible for your life and your parents are there to support you. Your parents also one day, somehow, even if they maybe were in the same village, but somehow left their, um, their parents yes, maybe did. not as drastic as we today you know what i mean like they all kind of lived in the same city or the same same village but there are some people because of work because of love because of because of university studies what's whatever the case may, might be but th that's like the, the second separation and i'm still to this day dealing with this my separation with my mom i'm still not completely separated and i feel it because she, there are still points where she is, I mean, she's always going to see me as her child, but she's still telling me like, you know, how sometimes how to think and tries to put her brain in my brain unconsciously and I tell her to stop. <laughs> but um, you, you shouldn't feel guilt. You should just see it as an experience and as an opportunity to finally be free and mold and form and, 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 and create your life with your rules, with your ideologies with your you know opinions and thoughts and however you want and i think you shouldn't feel guilty because your parents are not going anywhere you can always come back and that's the thing that kind of gave me strength like she, even my mom said to me this is your home this is your house mm -hmm. whatever happens you can always come back and you know because i had a conversation with her when i was crying and i was like but i don't want to leave you because Literally, she's my best friend. I only had her to look at, to mimic, to to just learn from, you know. And I and I said to her, I'm scared. Like I wanna break free. I wanna go into this world by myself without you telling me what to do, telling me how, how to act, what to be careful. I wanna, I said to her, I remember this. I said, let me fall. Mm. I want to get up on my feet and I want you to tell me that you're proud of me and i said to her crying i remember i said if you always protect me i'm never gonna learn if you don't let me fall i will never learn to get up but one thing that i that i dream to hear from you is i'm proud of you oh. and these are the biggest words you know what i mean because that that means i made it it's like hey hey mama what Kanye west or jay-z i think said mama i made it you know what I mean? That's 
to me to this day that's one of the things that i want to work on like to, to to come to her and to say i made it and for her to see me and to to say i mean of course she's proud of me but that you know that holistic i'm proud of you that's the moment that i just you know live for and i think that's what people should should or all the girls and, and boys out there should just really see this breaking free as an opportunity and to tell their parents don't control me just put your trust in me just trust me i love it and we have actually one minute and 30 seconds oh my God. <laughs> so um if you could sum up in just like 30 seconds what you would go back and tell your younger self if you had to say anything to stay true to myself to Perfect. absolutely stay true to myself. I think there is something else that I would like to say to myself. Oh, respect your time. Respect don't, your don't respect your time. Okay. And make sure that others respect your time because your time is, is freedom is your time. Like, like freedom and time is, is what makes you rich. Yes. Time is everything. Absolutely. All right, my love, this was amazing. <laughs> like you, you need to just start your own show and just like make videos. Oh God, us everything because everything you're saying so is beautiful, beautiful. You need to use your voice more because you have such beautiful things to say and people need to hear it. So thank you so so much for doing this. I'm really really happy that you you agreed to do this. Thank you, thank you for having me, and please continue doing this. And I'm so happy that you are actually doing what I always wanted to do, but I never had the guts to. I always wanted to do it with someone else, with another female, like warriors. But please continue. It's really, really cool what you're doing. Girl, you can still do it. It's never too late. The more who do it, the better. So, yeah. all right, my love. Thank you so thank much. You. Thank you. Have a good rest thank of your you guys night. for doing it.